Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Hello, my name's Nigel Watson. I'm the Chief Executive of Wessex Local Medical Committees and today we're meeting with NHS Resolution. So can I ask you to introduce yourselves? I'm Anne Rothery, a GP by background and I've worked for the service in its various iterations since 2009. I'm Vicky Voller and I'm Director of the Practitioner Performance Advice and Primary Care Appeals Units. Hi, I'm Amanda Copage and I'm Senior Advisor for Primary Care for the Advice Service. So NHS resolutions, I suspect if I talk to many GPs or practice managers, they'd look slightly mystified. So, so what, what actually is NHS resolution? So NHS resolution is an arm's length body um, funded uh, through CNST, CNSGP and the Department of Health. Um, we work with the NHS when things go wrong. So we have a claims management unit, practitioner performance advice unit, primary care and appeals unit, which all support the NHS. So you talked about CNSGP. So um, I think because of the state-backed indemnity scheme coming in, um, I would hope all GPs have heard of CNSGP. So just tell me a bit about what your role in with CNSGP and what are the sort of major issues that you're dealing with at the moment? Um, so we have been the administrator for CNSGP, so the Clinical Negligence Scheme for General Practice, since April uh, last year. Um, and we are dealing with all new liabilities from April last year. So this is taking on the roles of the medical defence organisations, but you're administering it for who? So we're administering the scheme on behalf of NHS England. Um, we've taken, oh, we have taken on some of the existing liabilities from some of the MDOs as of April this year. So when you talk about, um, I noticed you said general practice rather than GP. So CNSGP doesn't just cover GPs, it covers um, everybody working in general practice? It covers the uh, responsibilities covered by the contract providing primary care services. So under a GMS, PMS or APMS contract? Yeah, or a Part 4 contract. Or a Part 4 contract. What's a Part 4 contract? I've not heard of a Part 4 contract. Mm. <laughs> Can't so we... remember the technical term, but it's not a GMS or a PMS contract, but it is uh, all the services provided under a Part 4 schedule. Okay, so perhaps we'll park that because... Yeah. I think it's in the enhanced services and is it the, the other additional periphery right. services? Is that what, um, do you know? No. Okay, I, I think we'll, we'll park that one. Um, okay, so essentially what you're doing is doing what the MDOs um, did before, but this is just for NHS services. Yes. So whereas before, if we had an issue, we'd phone up um, one of the medical defence organisations for NHS work, they can contact, GPs could contact you directly yes. about advice. Um, what about, are you getting some questions which are sort of repeated and quite common? We are. So um, on our website, which is www.resolution.nhs.uk, there's a whole section looking at frequently asked questions about CNSGP, um, including questions about what if the activity is not delivered under GMS, PMS or APMS contract, um, what they do about receiving claims after the 1st of April 2019, but relating to treatment before that, um, and all sorts of other frequently asked questions about the scheme. What's the commonest question you get, do you know? I don't. I, yes, I do know. It's about scope. Um, so whether something falls in or out of scope. And clearly, for um, anybody, any practitioner, it's important to know 
whether they're covered or not Absolutely. and that actually they're in the scope of practice. Yeah. Okay, um, so if we look at the other functions that you've got, um, primary care appeals, who, who's appe- is that what used to be called the NHS Litigation Authority where con- if there was a contract issue or a dispute, GPs could go to the Litigation Authority? Is that a similar thing? Yeah, so it was the Family Health Services Appeal Unit, which was established in 1991. Um, so NHS Litigation Authority is our official name, if you like, of NHS resolution. Um, but the Primary Care Appeal Service is responsible for prompt and fair resolution of appeals and disputes between primary care contractors and NHS England. Right, and this is where if practices are NHS bodies or non-NHS bodies, I think most of ours are non-NHS bodies, so they can choose in a dispute to go to the litigation yeah. authority or to court, but most, I would assume, go to the litigation yeah. authority to yeah. get resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that makes that nice and clear. So you've got another role in performance, so could you explain to me what you do in performance? Yes, uh, we offer impartial and objective advice around individual practitioner performance uh, to enable uh, practitioners, wherever possible, to resume working um, fully and safely. Uh, And we offer that advice to NHS bodies, to trusts, to NHS England. Uh, We also offer that advice to individual practices Um, if they have concerns because often we find that uh, individual practices have some sort of concern but they don't consider it sufficiently serious to perhaps refer to NHS England or they're perhaps worried about escalating a concern when they don't need to and we're quite happy to talk people through that and if need be signpost them on to other help. We're so, advisory, not regulatory. Right. So if if a practice has got concerns about um, a GP in their surgery or there are general concerns, they can talk to you. Um, can individuals talk to you? Yes. Or does it have to come as an official from a practice? It's helpful if it comes from somebody with um, official sanction within the practice to talk to us. But it has to be somebody who knows the, for want of a better word, case inside out so that they can give us decent information because we can only advise on the strength of the information that we're given. We don't investigate um, what people are telling us. We take things on trust. Okay, and so that that could be really helpful for practices where they've got concerns but aren't really sure where to escalate it yes. to. Because I think there is a concern. I mean, I think some of the more serious ones are f- fairly easy to mm. decide. It's mm-hmm. some of the more low-level stuff about, you know, you're concerned about, dare I say, using the word dobbing somebody in versus mm. this person is struggling and may need support. And it's the... You know, the supportive bit versus the punitive bit. We're quite happy to advise uh, around issues like that. And we're very keen that people aren't sitting around in practices worrying about where they should take concerns. As I say, if it is very serious, then we'll happily advise people where to take it. If it's something that can be dealt with internally, then we would advise that as well. But if they, you know, practice contacted you about concerns, would you immediately then report it back to NHS England or to the GMC? Not at all, no. Um, If we advised a practice that something needed to go to NHS England, then it would be up to them to make that referral. 
Right. Okay. And that would be very similar to the LMC. We would, we wouldn't refer people to the GMC Absolutely. if we got concerns. We would advise the individual. Okay. So um, that's really helpful to have advice and and some clarity over that. Do you offer any other services to individuals or practices that um, you know when we're looking at performance stuff? Quite often. We split it into three bits, so it might be to do with illness, in which case we can direct them in a particular way to seek occupational health or their GP, etc. Some of it is um, about a dispute within a practice or a partnership where parties have reached an impasse and we try and help, but actually quite often we look to seek external help. And the third bit is obviously about individual performance. And some of that is about... um, you know, how people structure the way they work, some of it's about their clinical knowledge. What, what can you do to help in those various areas? Well, we have um, various things, one of which is that we can help provide uh, action plans for improvement so that people can work through a structured plan if the concern is clearly identified. Uh, we also offer... Uh, and this would be after discussion, uh, behavioural assessments and clinical assessments as well. Um, Those are probably best uh, discussed with NHS England if you are, if we consider that that is a, you know, a serious option. Um, And we can also, and this would be a paid for service, offer assisted mediation So tell me a bit more about assisted mediation. What do you mean by that? Um, If there is a a dispute ongoing between, uh, say, partners in a practice, we could offer assisted mediation. And we mean by that that we wouldn't just leave it hanging in the air. If they weren't able to see a way forward, we might help by suggesting ways forward, but only after the practitioners had had a fair chance to come to their own solutions. So this is trying to get people into a space where actually you can resolve some of the issues. Absolutely, yes. So willingness to participate is probably quite critical. Absolutely critical, yes, yes. Okay, um, and what other services do you offer? You you talked a bit about clinical assessment. What what does that mean? If a referral is made uh, to have a clinical assessment of a practitioner's work, uh, potentially, say, where there's doubt raised as to their clinical performance, um, and perhaps some partners see there's an issue, others don't, it's unclear um, if there is a real problem or not, then we can uh, accept a referral to consider providing a full clinical assessment which would consist of two uh, assessors who would be peers um, going into a practice for two to three days observing a practitioner working discussing cases with them reviewing records and then providing uh, a report at the end of that and would these be practicing gps i think some of the concern about um people being assessed is that you'll get um you know gps who um potentially work at a very high level and are assessing people at a level that's a bit unrealistic 
No, these are um, very much what you would call jobbing GPs. Um, That's who, a better term, I think. Who, who understand the, the constraints and the context in which practitioners are working. So that could be helpful for the individual as well as, you know, where there is concern to look at um, what level, um, you know, and have two people there. Um, that actually gives quite a good balance between um, just getting individual views, getting some sort mm. of... Um, benchmark across that okay um what about the safety and learning aspect of what you do in nhs resolution what what's what's that so we're really keen to feedback to the system lessons learnt um from claims from cases from concerns so for general practice obviously the cnsgp scheme is in its infancy um, but we are exploring at the moment um, the taxonomy um, for how that safety and learning might take place so looking very quickly at feeding back to the service the sorts of concerns that have come to us and, and any lessons learned from that and do you do any educational learning um, type things either online or uh, any absolutely so there's a whole section on on our website um, under the resources section so there's lots of free resources there including podcasts um, videos things for people to download um, as well as links to all of the workshops um, and regional programs that we do so to find your website they can just um, google or use another search engine to do nhs resolution and they'll find it yeah www.resolution.nhs.uk right that's quite nice and clear um Okay, is there anything else you'd, you'd like to say uh, in this podcast? I think we've covered quite a wide area. I think we're just very keen that people don't um, worry about concerns that they have and that there is advice out out there um, on 0207 811 for our advice line. Uh, we have regional advisors who are all very experienced and we're there to help you with a free confidential service. That's really helpful and I would also reiterate that the LMC is here to help and support you. I think for um, anybody uh, who either goes through a performance procedure or has a complaint, um, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's um, something that's really serious or something that's less serious the impact it has on the individual is quite significant and we recognize those that um, you know anybody that has a complaint can be quite devastating and I think uh, through your service and through the LMC we can not only help and support but actually put that into context and enable the practitioner to both continue and get a perspective on that absolutely absolutely right thank you very much and thank you for your time thank you Wessex LMCs, supporting you and your practice.